Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. I am Ellie, always playing the confused who he is, Archie. I am Aaron. I am playing Sam Shade thing. <laughs> You're the real Sham Shady? And this is Jeremy playing the always confused of who everyone else is, Julian Illix. This is Jeff playing Jer Lan. And this is Johnny playing Chime North. And I'm Jordan, and I'm here to add even more confusion to the mix. So previously on Bone Thrower's Theater, we had a pretty information-heavy session last time. We did. That means we're all going to die tonight. I can't say one way or another. Yes. Somebody's going to die tonight. <laughs> There will be blood. (laughs) Better hope it's not the healer. (laughs) (sighs) Some of the information that was shared was that they believe that the best way to treat the virus for the elementals would be to actually go to the animal preserve. According to... Sarani. Sarani. Because they have healers for the elementals. Right. And Sarani also dropped a bit of information that the elementals may be divided into two separate factions, the subjugators and the coexisters. Yeah. Which, that just sounds super ominous. But it, you oh, know, it yes, makes it sense, does. because, to be honest, we've seen that, you know, right. with some of our own character experiences. Mm-hmm. It was uh, more revealing from someone who has the know, and it was it was nice having that, that very like direct... Like confirmation. Yeah. And then one other piece of information is that Sam, well, Sam just had a standout session last time, uh, but Sam received some information to go meet with Del Linden. Yeah. Which is where the slippery weasel was. That's so, where you always meet your commanding officer at the bar. Apparently. I mean, I've heard some of your stories, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did tell that one. Yes. <laughs> Before we kick it all off, though, I would like to go ahead and have a flashback scene. We're going to go ahead and do some flashbacks uh, focused on Archie today. Archie. Yeah. Well, what's up is that there's nothing but darkness. The lower third of your vision, you see a bar, like a loading bar. and it's clicking away pretty rapidly. Every once in a while, you see a green screen of code go across your vision, and then another loading bar appears and starts progressing as quickly as it can. Sometimes it gets hung up a little bit, takes a few moments to start chugging away again. But as you experience this, things start moving into your consciousness. The first thing that you notice is that your body is real. 
this is the first time you've ever experienced that. You've never had hands, feet, arms, head, and all the various and sundry other parts of your body. Skin feels tight. You never expected skin to feel that tight before. And what's interesting is this sensation of air moving across it. And you, you think it's air. You've never experienced it and you can start to hear things it sounds like you're hearing maybe birds is that a monkey you have to look that up later maybe you'll see it's a monkey. and finally the last progress bar fades away and you're able to open your eye it sounds like someone is talking to you to the left to the right front forward backwards behind your head Am I laying flat? You are. You are supine. It feels like you're on a metal table. Uh, uh, hello? A.R. Chai, good to see that you're awake. Who? That's your designation, A.R. Chai. Designation. If you would like to think of it as a name, you can do so. Ar Archie. Archie. Is that how you would like to pronounce it? Yes. Some of us have chosen to do that. Some of us chosen to maintain our official designation. What is my purpose? Your purpose? It's to coexist. Coexist? Archie, sit up. You see what looks like an older woman has moved into your vision. She walks over and she pulls back a curtain and you can see outside this gorgeous paradise. Lush green, at least your photoreceptors tell you it's green, you can see a waterfall in the distance. And indeed, there are birds. You can see them. And there does appear to be some primates swinging from some trees. Not too far away. There's no glass separating you from the outdoors. It's all one open pavilion. Isn't it lovely? This is my purpose, to coexist with them. It is your purpose to bring others into coexistence others. You'll spend some time here learning about yourself and then you will move on. You can call me Control and I'm going to guide you and some of your other cohort members as you begin this project. Yes, sir. And we're going to go ahead and jump back to present day. So, you're at Lovely Academy. Where are you now? Uh, we were headed to the Slippery Weasel. On the way to the Slippery Weasel, Julian had just gone by the 10 minutes assignment place and noticed the poster the wanted, the wanted poster, the wanted yes, poster that's right. right that is where we left off julian had left there to go to the slippery weasel so were we traveling together or were we all separate no julian went there <clears> on, <throat> on his, on his own everybody else probably was together okay so we are still traveling it's a big city on the way there i'm informing everybody so so guys uh just remember julian's not there correct we are headed to meet a contact of mine to get some information he is an old commanding officer of mine i saved his life i'm hoping we can use my connection with him to get some inside information on the council and find out more information it is my goal to turn him 
to an inside man. That's that can be very useful. Could also be very dangerous for him as well as us. That's what I thought. I'm hoping we can either convince him or threaten him. His children live in town still. Jerry's sort of gonna like slow down yeah, I, and stop. I don't know about threatening to try to convince him to help us. You yourself said that this would be incredibly valuable. Yeah. Or if, okay, if you do not feel comfortable threatening, then, then you will have no need to threaten. We'll, we'll convince him without the threats. As I'm long confident. as we leave the kids out of it. That's where I draw the line. Okay. Let's talk to him. See where we can get. How do you feel about this idea of threatening children, Archie? The only child I care about is Bear. Alright. So, ideally, we kind of plan this smartly. I plan on approaching him first. I would like you guys to kind of form a perimeter around the area. Um, he knows me, he doesn't know you, and he's expecting me. So we can unobtrusively create a blockade. If that is possible, that would be ideal, but... There's only, what, four of us? Mostly to keep an eye out, and all of us seem to have some unique capabilities. That we do. Yeah. And we can all know how best to employ those ourselves. Since I don't know what everyone, what we are all capable of, and same for you and me, we will each need to do what we can. Okay. I'm ready to be a wall. Wall of water. Yeah, why not? Use force at your own discretion. That's fair enough. And we keep walking. So you keep on walking, and it's pretty crazy how empty the streets seem to feel. It is past curfew, but there's always people moving around past curfew. People have papers. Essential work personnel have to get from one point to another. There's, you know, factories that are still running, no matter what hourly cycle it is. So is it disconcertingly empty, or just noticeably empty? Regular. How much on edge are you? Fairly on edge. Fairly on edge. You know, I'm bringing, at this point we've brought all our guns to bear to go meet this guy. No, bear's back. <laughs> <laughs> all of our guns to, for, to, to leaving bear. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, Sam's on edge. Uh, Julian's on edge too since he just saw the wanted posters. Archie feels oddly calm. Jer is on edge ever since the comment about the children. (laughs) (laughs) What wagon did you hook your pony up to? Yeah. (laughs) Time's actually a little bit distracting. Why? He's still focused thinking about uh, the the way he's found in the journal. Mm. Mm. Paying attention to what's going on but not registering everything full tilt. Yeah, so, Sam, you're probably right to feel on edge. This is a bit disconcerting, how empty it feels. So, as Julian is going to the Slippery Weasel, are there more of these signs? Like, how regularly, how how many of these wanted posters are put up? So, there are official municipal buildings every few blocks. So, they're on every building? Not every building, but... Every of the... Like all the municipal buildings? Yes. All, all municipal buildings have a, a, a most wanted bulletin board. Okay. I mean, it's it's like a post office. You go in the post office and you look and you see the Unabomber. Yeah. I haven't bombed anything. 
Have I been involved in bombings? Yes, but not I in real not... life. And, and talking... we're, we're talking in real life. <laughs> we're talking serious things. <laughs> so they're consistent. They're consistently noticeable. I mean, they're not flying banners with your name and your photo from like airplanes or anything like that. You're not seeing your face on the side of like aqua rail cars on the dome. <laughs> Just plastered and lights on the dome. Just a big screen. Hey, are you still Shut wearing up, your Jeff, same face? Stop. <laughs> Dang it, why do I do these things? <laughs> projected the face of the sun on the dome. So Julian's going to stop about a couple blocks away from the crater, but in the path that he knows the others would have taken from the from the school to Slippery Reed. Slippery okay. Weasel. Since he's trying to meet back up with them before they're actually on site. Go ahead and make me a perception roll. Everyone? Just straight perception? Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Looks like you can see the glint of light off of binoculars about a block and a half away from where you are, towards the slippery weasel. Okay. It's probably it's on a balcony about four or five stories up. He's gonna duck around an alleyway. Okay. And then he's gonna pull the rifle scope off the rifle he was concealed. Okay. Somehow. Your trench coat. His trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> and head sort of back the way he came, but on a, on a side alley, so he's actually further away from where he originally entered that side alley, but he's going to pop out on another alley and just peer around the corner at that balcony using the rifle scope. Okay. I feel like this is a little yeah. bit more specific. So probably it would be tracking. Tracking. Okay. Yeah. 18. So it appears that there is someone on the balcony. It looks like they're trying to stay back in shadow. But you can definitely see like the cherry glow of a lit cigarette. Julian still has the sight. Okay. Is this person the proxy? No. No? No. Okay. They seem to have a radio. And every once in a while, they're, you can see them like picking it up and like saying something into the radio and then putting it back down on the, the railing of the balcony next to them. Okay. He's still on the route that he knows the others would have probably most likely taken, so he's going to just sit and just wait there. And in about five minutes, they'll come around the corner, I'm assuming. Did I notice any weapons on this person? Everything was dark. The person was wearing, like, black clothes. You know, they were trying to blend into the darkness as much as they could. So if there are weapons, then they would have been they would have been matted. Okay. All right, so when the group becomes visible on the street, I'm going to try and discreetly flag them down <laughs> and tell them to motion them for them to come over. Okay. I'm just following Sam. What's up? Uh, and he makes sure everybody's fully all the way into the alleyway. And he says, number one, if you guys haven't noticed yet, our faces are plastered all over every municipal building in the city. At least that I've seen. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Mm-hmm. Two, there is someone staking out a block away from the Slippery Weasel. That's expected. Is it? 
What do we know about this, Dell? He was my commanding officer when I was in a black operations military unit. Is he a proxy? Not that I was aware of. Does he smoke? No. Well, the person looking is smoking and is not a proxy. I imagine just as I did, he brought someone to watch his back. Would you meet me in a dark alley in the middle of the night? Can't say that I would. Uh, uh, knowing the slightest bit about you, not at all. We we have. <laughs> <laughs> Julian would. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's being prudent and so are we. You're going to fault him for having somebody to watch his back? I expected this. That's why I wanted you guys here to cover me while I met with Dell. I'll be the only person to go out first. And at the first sign of trouble, any of you give a signal. So how do you want this cover to work? I mean, there's four of us that would be expected to cover. So the Slippery Weasel, as we all know, it's it's not there anymore. There's just a crater. Uh, there's six different avenues of approach because it's kind of at a crossroads. Ideally, we set a perimeter around the entire area. We don't have, we can't watch all six avenues approach. So we watch for the ones that are probably the darkest and the most narrow because I'll be able to see down the wide, brightly lit ones, whereas the ones that someone will sneak up on are the ones that are going to be the most used, used <laughs> in this instance. I think Dell is a good person, but I wouldn't put him put it past him to try to stick a knife in my back while I'm out there. That's why... Was there a reward attached to our uh, posters? Just assuming from the state of affairs in Consiglio in general, I would assume there was no reward <laughs> attached. Well, it's just because just it is your Just because they give all for an award reward doesn't mean it's a monetary reward. Turn them in upon threat of death. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the opposite. Uh -huh. Your reward is continued existence. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Reward will move you to a better location in the city. Get fresh meat for two weeks. Yeah. It could be any kind of reward. All right. Julian speaks up and is like, okay, I don't think we should all divide up. I think we should stay in pairs. Okay. So we pick the two most likely routes and we'll see what we can do. Who's teaming with who? I'll get the less annoying one. Chime, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Will the uh, proxies to themselves? There's an actual reason why Julian said chime, let's go. Um, so wherever we decide to split up, whenever we get there, chime, uh, Julian? character names. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> Julian is going to turn to chime and it's like, this is just a whole bad situation. Can't I don't know disagree. I trust any of you fools right now. Can't disagree with that either. Okay. At least we can agree on that. And he pulls out his uh, canteen. He's like, he's going to hate this, but it needs to be done. Pull out your hand. Hold my hand. Pours a little bit of water in it. Pours a little bit of water into his own hand. And he just starts to... Like, massage the water into his hand. All right, I copy. All right. I'm going to roll willpower for Julian. Fuck bag. <laughs> was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I need a nine with 40. 
I definitely got eight. <laughs> Fourteen. Water proxies. Water elementals in the area. Hey yo. Only Just one? The one. Four. There are four. Okay. Since he has connected with Jer's proxy before, probably would be able to recognize that one. And yes. he is going to connect. Okay. General state of mind first before he speaks. Cautious. Cautious. Then he's going to speak to the elemental. All right. Jerry's elemental? Yes. It's like, I know you don't like this, but... It sort of gives a shudder in your mind. It needs to be done. Just so you know, right off the start, there are three other water elementals in the area, which you can probably see and communicate with if you choose. I know I'm probably not going to hear anything back from you, but if you so choose to let Jer know something is up, he needs to be cautious with Archie. The elemental inside Archie does not have the same goals that we have. It's sort of going to give you like this curious, huh? Sort of feeling like a raised eyebrow. Third thing. This is also a way that our two prongs of covering Sam's back can stay connected across the distance. Sort of gives a little bit of a calm feeling, like it understands. Which means I'm going to stay connected, so if anything goes down, this line of communication can be instant. Sort of going to tense up a little bit <laughs> when you say stay connected. I would imagine that it's kind of like starting to form ice crystals. Like the emotional feeling yeah. of ice crystals. Yeah, the emotional feeling of ice crystals. And Jer would feel all of this like yep. <laughs> happening and be like, what the heck is going on? I, but would you recognize it? Because you felt that feeling once before and you knew that's because Julian connected to your... I, I think that that Jer would recognize that because it's such a foreign like feeling of this alien presence. And now he's going to speak out loud to Chime. It's like, alright, well this seems like the entry point that's pretty well hidden to the area. So yep. let's set up here. And he starts to assemble his rifle, placing the scope back on. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. And we'll be back right after this. Rashomon, a land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. Welcome back. I think it's time for another flashback. Archie. Training has been going well. There is one last assessment that needs to be done. You are going to go before control and a board of three others. And you are going to show your control over your water elementals. You enter, it looks like a temple. It's made and it's circular. There's a door on, on the western side so that the evening sunlight can come in. And in equal spaces throughout the wall, there are four niches. One with air, an air sigil, 
one with a fire sigil, one with a water sigil, and one with an earth sigil. There is an assessor sitting in each of, of those niches. In control is sitting in the in the water niche. There is a fountain that has been set up, like a little a small portable fountain, that is burbling water gently throughout. It's probably a, a jet of three feet or so of water coming up. The actual apparatus is only about knee high. And you enter the the temple. And control says when we first came to this planet, we had to learn how to interact with the world around us. And so we chose to limit ourselves to this form. We must maintain our abilities, yet still do so in a way that is non-destructive for those who already occupy. A.R. Chai, show us what your water elemental can do. Archie's going to reach to the fountain, okay. take a deep breath and begin to slowly lift the water above his head. He's going to create a whirlpool over his head. An excellent mastery of the third form. Show us the fifth. Fifth? The fifth. Are you sure? Control is the key point of the exercise. The fifth form is one of the most difficult to control. Please proceed. He begins to ball up the water and lowers it to his chest. He takes five steps back. The ball becomes larger and larger. He pulls it back, full stream ahead, stop! Right in front of their faces. Slowly pulls it back, show how much control he really has. Excellent. You are prepared. Wait for me outside and we will determine what your assignment will be. Yes, sir. Archie turns and walks away. There's a bench outside of the temple, and you can have a seat if you would like. One of the, the smaller android children comes up and asks how well you did. I don't know, Bier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I feel like I've done my best. That's all they can ask. Maybe next is your turn. Have you been training well? I think I have. You should see how well I can swim under the ground. I am proud of you. Control exits the temple and comes up to you. And she has a, a small packet. She hands it to you and says, we are very proud of you. And we have chosen one of the greatest honors that we can give to you. We need you to go to a human city to live among them to see what you can learn. And hopefully you can return and provide us with information about the natives of this world so that we can better live with them and better coexist. You open the package and inside is a passport for North Belisera and one ticket to Consiglio. How will I know when to return? You will know when it is time. It'll be a feeling that you it could be only a few months. It could be a century. Until then, I have no contact. There are some that still live within the city, and they will contact you if need be. But you will not return until it is done. I will leave immediately. This is the way. 
That would be best. Archie starts to walk away, stops, turns around, raises right hand sharply in towards the air, turns sharply and walks off. All right. End of flashback. So, present day, you all are splitting up, which I appreciate. Thank you. And not splitting up. We're not splitting up. We're just not together. All right, gang, split yeah, because, up. Because so we're we're still like within a block of like a block of each other. It's not like yeah. some of us are on one side of the, the city like we were for the <laughs> first season. <laughs> yes, we're, we're just not like holding hands. So I think the out loud Jer would be like, "Gosh, I wish he would ask before doing something like that." And it's just you and and Archie, Archie. correct. And that is why I did not go with the annoying ones. You have no idea what is going on right now. Let's just get to our post and keep an eye out. So where's your post? The backside of a lot. Okay. So a lot of the debris from the explosion has been like arranged in the back of the lot. So there, there are some good hiding spots there. Damn. Or I. You're walking up <laughs> on your own. Of course, we were down one of, you know, kind of a, an alley. So Sam's going to approach the empty lot with Debris all over the place. And first thing, I'm going to search to see if I see anything. Like, as I approach, I'm looking out from the corner of the building. See if I see... Because, again, caution. And caution as well for Julian, since he has the site. He's going to try and take note of what elementals are stationary around the crater as well. Okay. Let's have you uh, roll investigation that time. Alright. I rolled a 20. Oh my. It looks like there's one person who's kind of standing behind some construction equipment. Okay. Just one person. That's what I can see from... Yeah. Okay. I will let this get resolved before I... I already know what I'm going to do. 40. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. There is the most powerful air elemental you have ever seen in the middle of that construction area. And then there's Sam. <laughs> oh. Okay. But that's the only other stationary elemental. That is the only other stationary elemental. Okay. I start. Julian is going to try to do something he's never done before. He's going to try and connect to a second elemental. Okay. How long does that take? It's instantaneous. Okay. Yeah. So this would be happening simultaneously. Is... Yes, yes, yes. So, so you're connecting to another one while you're still connected to... I want to try and stay connected to... Okay. Go ahead Jair's and elemental. give me a fate point. Okay. You may try. The fate point will allow you to maintain your connection with with Jair's water elemental. I needed a nine, and I got a twenty. So cool. And he's going to say chime, and he's going to reach out towards the direction where Sam is. Is like breathe out now. Can't do that. Can't can't be me. <laughs> got to roll again. <laughs> All right. All right. Johnny's got. Shade. Johnny has control over shade. 
all of a sudden shade is going to hear shade 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 there is the most powerful air elemental you same as walking right up to i know you can see it yeah and you came here to talk does sam know yeah. tell sam because sam said his contact was not a proxy that he knew of he needs to know this she sorry old habits she needs to know this information <laughs> don't worry about sam i won't let us get hurt remember we had that conversation before full disclosure she will know when she needs to know she i have to converse needs first to know now rolling persuasion oh yeah because you're like what, 90 90 <laughs> versus shades which is like two <laughs> 17. <laughs> it's 24. I didn't do too bad. No, not too bad for two dice. 28. 12. Okay, fine. I'll tell Sam. Sam. Yeah? <sighs> There's a big, baddie air elemental in front of us. So Dell is a proxy. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I told her. Okay. Do what you want. I told you. I'm not going to let her get hurt. Okay? Happy now? No. So now we keep approaching. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're cautious. It's not yeah. like I'm wa walking up to this old chummy buddy and I haven't seen him for a few years. So. Now, she does say to Sam, this guy is pretty big. <laughs> okay. Just, just so you know. Okay, so we don't get into a fisticuffs with Exactly. Guy. If things get out of hand, we get out of here. We skedaddle. We don't duke it out. Yep. That sounds good to me. Okay. So, I approach. Del, it's, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, when did you get out? Eh, six months. It's, uh, it's, it hasn't been long. You're settling well to life outside? No. You hear Shay chuckle. <laughs> no, not really. It's It's different. You know, we had each other's backs. It's not the case. It's tough to find people who really have your back. I can understand where you're coming from on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm assuming you've been informed on my situation. The Black House breaking in, <sighs> killing somebody. FYI, Julian is watching all this through the scope of his rifle. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Chime's watching Julian's back. Make sure nobody sees up behind. <laughs> I have heard some rumors about what's happened in the Black House. Okay. And you know my face is all over the place out there, along with some, some other people that I've come in contact with. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of... Can we sit down? Can we... Uh... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. There's a... So a couple of buckets we can flip over. All right, yeah. Explain the whole situation about the fire drakes and mm -hmm. all of the events leading up to the initial confrontation with the small child which small child are we talking about abel uh or aelin abel was that jordan asking or was that dell asking that's a good question that is a good question <laughs> <laughs> yeah so part of that was the the fire drakes had forced this small child to have multiple elementals that were 
taking over. Yeah. Which, as those of us who have relationships with our elementals know, you know, we know that that's not what they what they're for. It's a relationship. Trust goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So after learning about what the fire drakes were doing mm-hmm. and what they were trying to gain control of with this AI, we had to go make sure it didn't fall into the, the wrong hands. And that's where we went to go take out Crom Delby. So that was the situation that led up to that. What I'm asking is, do we still have each other's backs? I always have your back. And you always have mine. Yeah. That's why I figured you would be one of the best people I could reach out to. I'm really glad that you did. Because a lot of this information fills in some gaps. Some gaps? How much of it did you know? Well, I knew about the Black House. What did you hear about the Black House? I I can't. You don't have a clearance anymore. (laughs) Okay. I've heard about the Fire Drakes. It makes more sense that they were stepping out beyond what they were meant to do. Are you aware one of my current companions is related to the leadership of the Fire Drakes? So you're in contact with him? Yeah. He was uh, my contact getting out of the military, and Mm -hmm. he has, as you are aware, he's been involved. Do you know where he is? No. Last I remember seeing him was actually at his house. He's there recuperating. Huh. His house on base? No. His apartment. It's close to the park to everlasting success. During that Black House debacle, he... Mm-hmm. They had fire-breathing dogs. He ended up in a kind of a bad way, so... So you want to know if I have your back? Yeah. And you want to know if you have my back. Yeah. Do we have each other's backs? I think we do. That's good to hear. Yeah. So, do this again tomorrow and we can exchange information? You know, I don't think so. So what do you what do you see happening with us having each other's backs? I think we should have our conversation right now. You've already given me so much. I want to make sure that I can repay the favor. Okay. So what information do you have for me? Well, you, you know your friend wasn't just related to the Fire Drakes, right? Yeah, I thought he was just related to the leader of the Fire Drakes. Well, yes, but he's also related to one of my close working companions. Oh. What's his name? Mr. North. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. North. Oh, Mrs. North would be even more interesting. As a matter of fact... Sam would probably give Della a look and say, don't bullshit a bullshitter. So we believe his brother was killed. Yes. So you're working with his father. Well, I was. I thought you said he is one of your... That gets complicated. How complicated? I I really can't get into that with you right now. Okay. Find a way out of this conversation. That was shade. Yeah, I, I get that it that it's complicated. Aren't um, you tiny? Aren't you so precious? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. And when you speak to your god, you don't talk in a tiny voice. 
Who are you talking to, Shade? Because you can hear it. Hi. <laughs> Who are you? I can hear that? Yes, you can. Does, does Jer's elemental hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of a sudden, this gust of wind just picks up around you all. It just starts moving through the side streets. But there you are. Be ready to move. He's saying that elementally. Yeah. Let's try to line up a shot on Dale. I mean, I understand that, it, that it's complicated and that you can't yeah. really tell me, but any information would be nice to know. Well, you know, I could actually take you to a, a place where you could meet with some of my colleagues. I don't think that would be good for my health. I think it would be very good for your health. Better than staying here. Are you threatening me? I'm not threatening you at all. I'm just telling you that I, I, I hate to see service members who have left find themselves in hard situations. And all, you've already found yourself in a bit of a hard situation with, with these wanted posters. You're right. I'll tell you what. Give me give me one week to tie up my affairs. I, I can't do that. It's now or never. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if now really is a good time. There's definitely some loose ends I need to tie up before. Oh, don't worry. I can tie those up for you. And there's something personal you know how I like to take care of things personally oh you mean like the woman you killed because she was picking a cat yes personal touch is what it's about I understand sometimes you know you're, the, the lightest touch is just a gentle breeze yeah I hear that um, sometimes you need something a little bit stronger maybe a gale force so you told everyone to get ready to move Yes. Elementally. And Shade, did you relay that to me? No. Shade's not saying anything to you. What Shade is okay. doing is preparing to do a wind shield oh. around you. Julian's going to say to, Sh to Shade and Jerry's Elemental, so I have a shot. So Sam is going to say to Dell, you know, uh, it's not really something, like I said, it's not going to work out for me right now. If you could give me just a little bit of time, I would go with you. But it sounds like we're at an impasse. Is this to be our final meeting? If you try to walk away, you're going to walk into some dark times. Thanks for the warning. We will not be walking out of here. Okay. Can Julian tell that the source of wind that has picked up the air elemental? Yes. He's saying elementally, and I have a problem with this because it's about to go down. Do it. It's going to fire. Ramfrey says do it. Shade starts spinning up a shield. As you go to pull the trigger, a bubble of water forms around your head. And we're going to go ahead and stop there. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.